Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to the uncomfortable truth. Guys, we're going to play a game. We've got a guest, River. River, pronounce your last name for me. Barrios. River Barrios. Yes, sir. we got a guest here today. River, how old are you? I'm 26 years old. 26 years old. Young buck. Very seasoned. <laughs> seasoned. All right, I'm going to sing something and you tell me what TV show it's from. You ready? What? Sesame Street. I do, no doubt. Yeah. River, let me get the hair to you on that. We're going to get into the show and start asking River some very uncomfortable questions. No, we're not. He's hey, he's sharp cooking for sure. All right, uh, Sean, will you open us up? Yeah, sure. Dear God, just uh, thank you for our guest today. Thank you for River, and I just want to pray, Lord, that you'll just put the knowledge uh, in in our hearts and in our minds, God, uh, to to spread the love of Jesus uh, today uh, during this podcast, and just help us to to shine our light for you, Lord. Lord, just uh, want to pray for everybody out there who's sick, and uh, just just pray that we can quickly get over this silly pandemic uh, of what's going on, Lord, and just uh, help us to have a great rest of this week. And uh, Lord, we uh, thank you for your son, Jesus, in your name I pray, amen. So today, we have a guest, River Barrios. Barrios, okay, I'm glad I got that right. Um, The first time I ever met River, uh, so River is my guest today. We we kind of go around the room and uh, we invite guests to come onto the podcast and um, just to keep it interesting, uh, so you don't get the the same uh, boring guys, right? Every every uh, what do y'all think? <laughs> so yeah, no doubt. Me, me me too. But you know, uh, we know how important it is to um, to to keep this podcast interesting, and uh, we know that a, a big part of that is is our guest that we invite on and. And River is an interesting guy. Um, and I'm going to tell you this, um, he is not afraid to shine his light for the Lord. And that's probably one of the first things that I noticed about him uh, is the fact that he was a very hard worker. He was a very respectful guy. And, and he was very excited about talking about God and uh, and sharing his faith with people, and including his coworkers and, uh, and, and me. And you know, for me, that's always a uh, that's always a special thing. Whenever I sense the Holy Spirit in somebody, and um, man, I just hope and pray that 
people since that and me too. And uh, so, River, um, we're excited to have you here. I appreciate you coming on today. <laughs> heck yeah um i'll tell you what um he does he does a phenomenal job there's no doubt about it and uh just you know it's always special you know uh, we've talked before on podcast about how when somebody walks into a room it's like they light up the room River's one of those guys. I mean, uh, you, you just know that there's something different about him, and uh, and and it's uh, it, it, and it's Jesus Christ. I mean, just point blank, and it's it's really cool. River, I'd like to kind of start off today um, by asking you to share your faith with us and, and just kind of how you came to know the Lord, and um, just tell us a little bit about you uh, and, and your family. Start off telling us about your family. Um, you know, wife and kids, and then, uh, and then after that, if you don't mind, uh, we can go into your testimony if you're cool with that, and uh, just uh, h- how you came to know the Lord. Yeah. That's pretty smooth. I like it. So as far as as far as my testimony, my mother actually dedicated me to the Lord before I was before I was born. Two weeks after she found out she was pregnant, my father had left, and thankfully our our relationship is one hundred percent restored. But she dedicated me to the Lord because when my father left, she always called and begged and prayed. Found out she was pregnant with me. She wasn't worried about anything else. She just knew she had to work and pay bills. So she named me as River Jordan. And um, I actually found out that my calling was in my name my whole life, but it took me up until about a year ago to find that out. So that's that's Jordan, that's really really cool. Man, it, it's been a blessing. Um, the the River Jordan, it's the division between the wilderness and the promised land. And God revealed to me about a year ago that that is that is my job through and through. It's really the, it should be the Great Commission. Um, Amen. Telling people that we're loved no matter what, because the wilderness is, is being in sin, but the condemnation causes us to repeat that sin. The promised land is realizing you're loved no matter what, and that grace is what people us to walk with Jesus. Were you saying a minute ago you said uh, your your relationship was restored? Oh, that's with your father. Uh, okay, so y'all have a relationship today. That's that, that's awesome. So he left before you were born, is that correct? Yes, he's been in and out of my life quite a bit. Um, for the last two years, I've only seen him twice because he lives in El Paso, El Paso, Texas. Okay. I think we'll get into, as we get to know you a little bit more, we might dive into the restoration of that relationship. I'd love to. Awesome. So what what is your childhood childhood look like? I grew up in Hollisville until I was 11 years old. We moved to El Paso. Um, stayed there until I was 15, and then we moved back. The reason we moved back, though, was because my mother was diagnosed with cancer, um, and 
basically, I think it was about two and a half years into the cancer treatment, she was, they gave her prognosis where like, you only have six months to live. Mm. So, and, you were, and you were how old at this time? Six okay. <laughs> no, he's he's y'all's age. I'm 44, dude. Come on now. <laughs> Six months to live. Stress. So really, wow! So you so you were sixteen years old at the time, or wow? Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. So what was that like losing your mom at sixteen? I, I had no idea. Numb to it or You might have known him, right? Wasn't he a coach? Yeah, I don't think he was that. Tommy Miller. Yes, I know who he is. Okay. Yes, that's my wife's, or yeah, my wife's dad. So I remember um, I was, there was times during that process after he had gotten sick that I was really struggling. 
skip it. And I, I remember having those moments because the family, you know somebody's going to die. You want to spend it. The family typically wants to spend every waking moment that they can together. And that's totally understandable. Skipper. And I'm, you know, as kind of the, the first guy on the outside of the husband to the wife of the dad that's, that's going to die. Skipper. You feel like you have to be there and be strong and, and pick everybody up. And there, there was one time I just, I totally cracked. And I'm just remembering this now because of your story here. We were at a football game and I was just being selfish and I was ready to go. And it was more than that scripture for my wife. So if you're, if you're having to be walking through this circumstance right now, I would think, I would say the same thing that River would say is understand that that moment is not about you. Right. That's about so much more about the people that you're supporting. And I can, I was 26, 27, 24, 25 at the time. You were 15. Really hard. So after it your definitely, mom. It definitely caused a lot of mom issues. And, but okay. My wife has helped with that quite awesome. a after, after your mom passed, what, what was your grief process like? And looking back on that, and how do you feel? Like, what would you want to tell somebody that's going through that right now? Oh, uh, 100%. The women that come into your life after a passing, or of your mother more specifically, the women that come into your life after that, make sure you treat them like gold. Because uh, what happens is, even my mother-in-law, last year I was giving her very unfair treatment. And it wasn't it wasn't because, you know, it wasn't because I was mad that my mother had passed. It was just a, a very, very subconscious thing. And I was pushing away my adoptive parents. I was pushing away my mother-in-law. And my wife come up to me, she said, look, I'm going to go see your parents. You ain't seen them in nine months. You can join me on Sunday if you want to. If not, then whatever. I'm going. I said, okay. I said, have fun. She goes, all right. Walked away. Walked back into the living room. You've got mommy issues, River. You deal with them because you're pushing away every important woman in your life, including myself. And I was like, do you you think that that was in fear of... Sep- that separation again, or, or in fear of getting close to another another woman who was gonna who was gonna pass away, or I mean, uh, where where did that fear come from? It actually, it, it actually stems from growing pains. Um, that's what I've that's what I've learned, and I actually learned that last year. It's whenever I'm facing growing pains, like every time I've had a kid, I start dealing with the mommy issues again. Um, you know, it's any major step in my life. It started whenever I also bought a house because you know I felt the I felt the need to to dominate.
uh, was it before, did your mom introduce you to? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about that. So we had a children's Bible, and I actually bought one for my little boy about two years ago. It was a children's Bible, and we didn't have much. So a cartoon book was amazing in my childhood. Um, you know, when I was a kid, it was it was almost a works thing, but I didn't realize it. But it was, looking back, it's beautiful because I read it three and a half times, and I was like, oh, man, this is amazing. It's a 300-page book with, you know, 78 pages of those being cartoons. You know, so I was I, so proud. Right. And um, realizing, you know, growing up, I realized that that book has actually contributed to um, my salvation and growth a lot. I think about it every day almost. Wow. Hmm. When, did, when did you actually accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Uh, at eight years old. Eight years old. Went to a Grand Carl Baptist Church out in Marshall. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> I, I was also eight, eight years old. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah.
dealing with laws, I, you know, none of us really knew what this was going to turn into with River. River, we appreciate you being open. Uh, we're going to hop off on this one. We're going to end this one, and we, we will uh, catch up on uh, the next air date. So stay tuned for episode two with River Barrios. Go out and kick your damn face, and we'll catch you on the next one.